This podcast is brought to you by Ideate and Execute. Do you want to drive innovation in your organization, futurize your enterprise, ideate massively valuable new products, or execute them to market? Then contact us today at ideateandexecute.com and get started. Why listen to the past when you can listen to the future? Welcome to the Think Future Podcast, broadcasting from deep in the heart of Silicon Valley, California. We focus on innovation, startups and the future, not necessarily those and not necessarily in that order. Here's your host. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Think Future. I'm Calabucas, and once again, we're coming at you live from deep in the heart of Silicon Valley, California. We're talking innovation, startups, and the future, but not necessarily those and not necessarily in that order. What do you think of my intro, huh? Should I keep keep going with that intro, or should I throw it away? Anyway, so I was thinking about speech on the internet. I was thinking about speech on the internet because We've got a very interesting thing happening right now. I mean, when the internet first started, I thought it was great. I thought it was great because one of the things that uh, your regular person can do, your regular person can just create a web page and put it up there, and people could find their web page and they would go to some place like uh, Alta Vista or, or Yahoo or whatever, and they would find the web page, and people could people could communicate with other people over the internet. And there wasn't that much of a barrier between people communicating to each other. There was all these great, all this stuff out there. I remember going to Yahoo at the very, very early days in the mid nineties when it was all manual, right? People, the best skiing sites were in the skiing category. The best uh, car sites were in the uh, car category. It was all manual. People had handpicked every single solitary link on the Yahoo website. I mean, sure, it's not scaled now, right? But back then it was amazing because human beings, human beings had looked at every site that was listed and were able to take the best, the best of the best of the sites. And sure, you know, there's always bias. Whenever there's human beings, there's always some kind of bias there. But people were, were able to actually get a hand curated list of the best sites in that specific category. And when you got a hand curated list of the best sites in that specific category, then you were golden. Nowadays, it's the complete opposite. It's very rare to see any kind of hand curation. If you think about it, that's what blogs are. Blogs kind of are hand curation of the internet. It's somebody creating a set of content and putting it online. Blogs, video video blogs, podcasts, that's the new hand curated content on the internet is those things. But the problem is, is that you can't get to those things unless you go through these middlemen. And I've talked about these middlemen before. And the problem with the middlemen is that everyone uses the middlemen to get to the end result. And a lot of times the middlemen have various reasons to keep you from getting to the, to the, to the end result. Maybe 
They don't like your politics. Maybe they don't like your race. Maybe they don't like something about what you said. Who knows what it is? But right now, we have to work through these big tech companies, these, 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 these portals that we have to the internet. And these portals that we have to the internet can decide whether or not you're allowed on their platform or not. If they don't like you, they can drop you off. And I mean, there's political issues here, but there's all sorts of other issues as well. So if you ask me, the biggest thing about the internet that's amazing about it is its ability for it to connect any person on the planet to every other person on the planet. So since that's broken now, since we have this disconnect between person A and person B because this middleman in the middle is keeping these people from talking to each other for some reason, who knows what it is? It could be anything. That there's no reason why there can't be new platforms being built. And this is what it tends to happen. I think I've, I mentioned this before on some other show is that what happens is that when a new platform is built, suddenly all of this tail content comes onto that platform. All these people who never had a voice before rush onto the platform, whether it's uh, blogging, podcasting, Medium, Instagram, Facebook, any of these platforms where people can communicate to each other, people rush to get on the platform. They rush to get on the platform. It's a gold rush to the platform. And then after a while, what ends up happening is that because there's so many people on the platform, the company needs to build some kind of filtering mechanism to decide what is shown and what is not shown. And when that happens, it breaks everything. There's a disconnect between person A and person B, and that disconnect is there based on what the company wants to do. And then a new platform comes out and the same thing happens again and again and again and again. And every time a new platform comes out, there's this gold rush, there's the filtering, and then some move to the top, some get forgotten. So we need to come up with some way of breaking this cycle. We need to build a completely peer-to-peer -peer based platform that allows any person to communicate with any other person without this big tech filtering in between. Because if we don't have something like that, then we're gonna see the same thing happening over and over again. If it's not LinkedIn, it's Medium. If it's not Medium, it's Substack. If it's not Substack, it's Patreon. If it's not Patreon, it's Locals. If it's not this, if it's like platform after platform after platform after platform will have to be built and we have to move on to the next one and the next one and the next one because each one of these platforms is gonna go through the iterations where it's gonna think it needs to separate the wheat from the chaff. But if you ask me, it's all wheat. Anything that any human being creates has a right to be sitting out there on the internet because there may be some other human being somewhere else on the internet who might be interested in what that human being has to say. And any companies that sort of sit in the middle and break that chain, I think we have a big problem with and we should be doing something about. The internet is the biggest possible positive change maker for the human race and we're just not letting it happen we need to make it happen